way we've delivered these product technologies has required us to design what we call a platform approach. So when we go to an end user, you know, we know that they might be lacking a fully developed design requirement. Perhaps they don't have a complete understanding of the electronics of the of products that they, they actually manufacture. They might not have a complete understanding of the technology roadmap for uh, of the electronics for, uh, for the appliances that they manufacture. So we go to them with a platform that is already benchmarked to the uh, technology needs of the industry. Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. Welcome to Forbes India's The Daily Tech Conversation. I'm Hari Arakli, and my guest today is Omar Basith, co-founder and CEO of Virtual Forest, an electronics design and manufacturing services provider to home appliances OEMs. In today's conversation, Omar talks about how he and his co-founders have innovated their business operations with a platform approach to find large customers for their two-year-old venture. In the process, they are helping to replace imports of electronics motor controls with made-in-India products. Here's more. Omar, uh, welcome to this uh, podcast. Uh, thank you for making time for this. To uh, get us started, perhaps you could tell us briefly about uh, Virtual Forest for folks who may not be familiar with your work, and we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, hi, Hari. Thank you so much for having me uh, having me on. Um, you know, when we conceived Virtual Forest, it, it, it was kind of timed with the birth of my children, and, and you know, it, it became absolutely apparent to me at that point that I need to definitely uh, do something that can that can at least help move the needle a little bit in terms of emissions reductions. And, uh, and you know, there was uh, the, the particular area that, 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 that I've worked in in my, my, my whole life, which is home appliances, gave me like a unique opportunity to, uh, to actually work on technology that might, that might make a difference. So, so Virtual Forest, the name even is based on what, uh, you know, a triangular equivalence, which is, a watt saved is equal to CO2 avoided, which is equal to rupees saved. So, you know, all of these three things I explained, that's energy, emissions, and money are all interchangeable now. And, uh, and, and it would make sense then to look at ways in which we can save watts, hence, and, and you know, consequently reduce emissions and, and help consumers save money. So that became, that became sort of the... Sort of the the key thesis behind this company, and uh, and we went out there to try and find uh, find applications where we would be able to sort of put this into action. And and you know home appliances, motor control for home appliances is what we identified. So I mean it's often it's often it's often said that uh, you know energy efficiency is the first step in the general path to net zero and. Uh, and this is where we decided to start. So, you know, India in particular is, is fairly, uh, you know, fairly advanced in terms of our energy efficiency norms for home appliances. You know, we have probably one of the world's largest government-mandated energy efficiency uh, uh, exercises, which is currently on. And and we decided to we decided to start developing technologies which would uh, which would piggyback on this. Uh, on, on these mandates and uh, and help us uh, and help us sort of grow the business from there, and and we identified air conditioning 
as as the first area where we would where we would try to make a technology intervention, and then from there we started developing technologies for other applications, ceiling fans, washing machines, refrigerators, and now and now we moved on to other applications as well, like electric mobility. We we started developing technologies for EVs as well. So that that kind of that kind of how virtual forest has happened over these last few years. I'll, I'll get into a little bit more. Uh, I, I'll describe in a little bit more detail what it is exactly that we do. Uh, but but that's essentially the story behind virtual forest. And and the name comes from the fact that you know by making these energy efficiency interventions, we're sequestering or we're mitigating carbon dioxide emissions similar to what a tree would do. So the more of our products that go out into the market. It's equal to more and more. It's similar to having more and more trees sequestering CO two, and hence we're looking to grow a virtual forest. So that's that's the story behind the name. Yeah, I mean it's pretty uh, wonderful to see uh, one more uh, deep engineering based uh, hardware product company uh, begin to emerge in India. Uh, uh, briefly, maybe you can tell us. Uh, just take half a minute. Tell us how the four of you got together. I mean, I, on your website, I saw along with your name uh, Nazir and Ravi and uh, Gajanan. Uh, how did you all get together? Right. So me and my technology co-founders actually worked together on a on a project about five or six years ago. I'm I'm going to say, and uh, and you know my company invested a huge amount in that project, and that project was a failure. So you can imagine you can imagine how strained the relationship between everyone was, and, and so this was a situation where the company that I headed at the time invested. With a small design house, that design house was Think Circuit Technologies, and was headed by um, by Ravi Gajanan and 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 Nazir, and we and we hired them to develop technology for us. And after I would say maybe two years of doing work and huge investments, the project failed. And um, again, maybe you know maybe it can be argued for things that were outside of our control and all of that, but but that doesn't matter. But uh, but you know we we work together through. Through real hardship and horrible times, and uh, and you know if you if you if you come out of that still friends and wanting to continue to work together because you believe that uh, that you can do something you can do something uh, great together means that uh, means that you know you you sort of uh, you sort of pass past the crucible you pass the test in the crucible so so that's how we that's how we got started um, and. Uh, and then Sandeep came on board, uh, you know, uh, one year into our journey. Sorry, two years into our journey, and uh, and you know, it's been it's been great since then because you know he's he's bought on. Uh, uh, so Sandeep comes, uh, you know, comes with a wealth of experience, having been uh, a CFO for uh, uh, you know at e- at EMC and at Dell and and you know great great companies like that, and and he um, and he's now helping us grow. I mean, I'm he's helping us change, like again, to use a maybe a slightly tired analogy change from a pirate ship into a navy and uh, and and you know and 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 i feel like we're really really poised right now to make the most of of the segment that we've uh, that we've kind of uh, that we've kind of made an impact in and and we really hope to see how far we can take this give us a kind of uh, the 80000 feet view of the indian esdm ecosystem right so to to describe the ESDM ecosystem in India. I mean, you know, we are uh, we we are unfortunately uh, still uh, still quite a small industry. The industry certainly in its infancy, um, 
and and as our as our as our consumption of electronics increases um, you know of course now there's a larger 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 quantity of aggregated demand and and it's time that it's it's time that local manufacture catches up i mean you know it can be argued that demand is large enough and has been large enough to uh, uh, you know to justify a larger manufacturing base within the country but it hasn't happened so far and definitely uh, definitely we're headed in that direction so electronics are now india's second largest import and uh, and and are now and now electronics have been looked at as a major area of focus by the indian government and 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 localizing manufacture increasing value add on electronics within the borders of india is an, is a is a primary focus and 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 then a lot of measures are are being taken in that uh, you know in that direction so india produces around 75 billion dollars of uh, of electronics this is uh, you know these are numbers from uh, from an elsina report on the total ems market landscape and we import around 53.5 billion so our uh, so of that of that 75 billion that's uh, that that's produced in india only about 64 billion is manufactured in india you know the rest is either just just marked or uh, or you know some some minor packaging or uh, minor finishing is done within the within the country and uh, and all and of the 64 billion that's manufactured in india 33 billion is box built so that's just pure assembly and uh, and 6 billion is is pcba and the total ems value which is captured within the country of the 75 billion dollars which are produced in india is only 39 billion so that should tell you that should give you uh, an idea of how how in depth our our manufacturing is at the moment it's largely assembly and uh, and and you know besides the 75 billion which is assembled within the country 53 billion apart from the 75 billion which is which is assembled in in some part within the country 53 billion is imported as fully built items so we are still we are still sort of uh, you know making baby steps but uh, but but definitely steps steps nonetheless and and you know it's only it's only a matter of time before uh, the value addition the value addition for first of all the the items manufactured within the country increases and a lot more of the uh, of, of, of lot a lot larger value of complete imports is shifted within the country as well and where do you think uh, virtual forest uh, comes into play in all of this what is uh, your unique proposition uh, so virtual forest uh, i can speak with some with some experience on first of all the home appliance ecosystem so the home appliance ecosystem um we've tried to we've tried to use jobs theory uh, to to try to try and uh, to try and create a a product offering when i say product offering i'm going to uh, i i should probably qualify I mean a service offering to uh, to the to the home appliance uh, ecosystem where we've tried to understand you know the job that we need to do for our end customers i mean the job that our end customers require is a turnkey provider that brings together all sides of the ecosystem the the job that we need to do for procurement managers is make their life easy right we don't they we want we want supplies to be seamless for them the price to be uh, competitive they don't they, i mean especially in this in this period where semiconductor supplies are so strained they don't want to be following up a million times a day for supplies 
so we've kept that in mind um as far as r&d is concerned uh, you know in in the home appliance ecosystem mm-hmm. the job that they want is they want they, they want uh, they want they want a company to make the development the development process as seamless as possible for them um you know home appliance manufacturers a lot of time uh, are 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 doing motor control for the you know are developing motor control or or, or working with motor control electronics sometimes uh, you know for the first time uh, and and you know are perhaps not well are are usually not very well equipped to uh, to create design requirements to uh, to have an in-depth knowledge of the technology and 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 you know the trends technology trends worldwide so they require a job to be done that job is for a provider to walk that walk with them provide them with their design requirement help create a seamless sort of experience in terms of the development of uh, uh, of electronics that would mean making sure that assist them on uh, assist them on, on meeting all of the product certifications by way of EMI EMC or or any other local uh, local product certifications make sure that the best components are being used long life components the right suppliers have been selected and uh, and making sure that, uh, that that whatever technical or technology roadmap that needs to be built into the product is uh, you know is done from the get go so we provide we provide we, we try and do that job for for that particular segment and and perhaps for management uh, in in these companies there is a job for them to also do and and you know um i think one of the one of the signals that we get is management of uh, of of home appliance companies are quite uh, seriously concerned about uh, about uh, about china as their only supply chain partner they're all looking to first of all diversify that supply chain um you know we get the feeling that there's also a certain sense of pride and prestige uh now attached to working with and developing uh, uh, electronics with indian companies uh you know we recognized very early on that we're not going to be able to make a dent in this ecosystem by doing the same thing as everyone else uh you know we were not going to outcompete the big ems companies that have uh, that have had linear growth all this time invested uh, invested very linearly to green scale um so and we and we realized that we're not going to uh, be able to beat uh, uh, chinese imports uh, you know uh, who have who have you know very well established supply chains and and a lot of design experience in this particular segment so we've had to sort of uh, bring together the the strengths and, and and understand the understand the shortcomings of, of of all of these individual players and and build something which 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 works to uh, to service this uh, service the needs of this ecosystem and thus far i mean this thesis is is certainly uh, certainly you know given us results i think uh, the three segments that we operate in in the home appliances space have uh, have certainly uh, you know we've been able to commercialize designs that were commercialized uh, solutions which have otherwise been 100% imported uh, for uh, for for decades and uh, and and you know that's uh, that's i think a good signal that that this is working for the ecosystem and and you know we're already uh where we hope you know uh, you know on on route to on route to replace imports for the uh, for these particular segments so we kind of uh, we kind of recognize a similar trend in the in the ev motor control space as well again you know motor control in general i should say is a is a somewhat uh, niche area uh, in terms of expertise and uh, and you know similar sort of trends over here where uh, 
uh, where where companies are still uh, still getting to grips with their design requirements. Certainly, are they're all one hundred percent dependent on imports, but uh, but we but you know we're providing that same sort of. Uh, virtual forest business model that, that that we have and and then you know the the same jobs theory approach i would say to uh, to this ecosystem as well and and you know it seems to be it seems to be working quite nicely explain this a little bit more take us through your business model innovation that is uh, helping you uh, build that uh, wedge and uh, drive it in as they would, as folks would like to say in the start in startups parlance absolutely so um the 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 electronics ecosystem has three sides to it. On one, on one side, you have you know semiconductor manufacturers, component manufacturers, and maybe maybe design houses and design providers. Uh, the other side is the EMS or the manufacturing, uh, the contract manufacturing ecosystem. And on and, and on the third on the third side of the triangle, you have the final users of the technology, the OEM, the brands, if you will. Now, surprisingly in India, the end users of these technologies, the brands, actually do not have the design requirement or are not responsible for the, uh, I mean, are, are, not, are not driving the, the innovation that happens in this particular segment. So, and, and, and again, this is because they're completely dependent on imports and have not, uh, have not, have not created R&D infrastructure, uh, you know, uh, in-house. So they lack, you know, at, at a base level, they, they lack a design requirement and, uh, and, and hence are not driving the development of, of, of technology. So it's kind of taken us to, uh, it, it, we, we've had to sort of understand the insight, uh, you know, we've had to take these insights from the ecosystem and, and design a business model, which sort of brings together all three sides of this, of this market. So we try and capture technologies from uh, from the technology providers, from the component providers, the semiconductor manufacturers, and create solutions for the end users. So we work with brands, we capture their requirement, we create a solution, bring on board all of the inputs from the component ecosystem, and then we productionize this with contract manufacturers. So we've had to play the linchpin, bringing together all three sides of the ecosystem. To deliver finished solutions to uh, to to the OEMs, to the end consumers of this product, you know, it's taken it's it's required us to take a unique look at this ecosystem, and we've had to sort of uh, you know, first of all, drive home drive home the need for collaboration between all the sides of the uh, of the ecosystem, and and you know that that's been a bit of a it's it's been it's been a bit of a unique. Uh, unique sort of uh, take on how to how to deliver technology to end users and so far it's worked you know in a, in a short time we've managed to de- develop and commercialize very very complex systems and, uh, and and you know we've managed to compete both in terms of technology as well as cost with with imports and and you know and, and these and these products are now gone into production for some for some of the largest companies in the segments that we serve so, so it's kind of it's it's certainly working, and uh, and you know it's it's something that we're now looking to scale up. Now, the way we've delivered these products, these technologies, has required us to uh, to design what we call a platform approach. So, when we go to an end user, uh, you know, we know that they might be lacking a fully developed design requirement, 
um, you know, perhaps they don't have a complete understanding of the electronics of the of the products that they they actually manufacture. They might not have a complete understanding of the technology roadmap for uh, of the electronics for uh, for the appliances that they manufacture. So we go to them with a platform that is already benchmarked to the uh, technology needs of the industry. Certainly meets all of the product certification requirements and is also techno is also cost benchmarked. Uh, to uh, to imports, so they have a platform which we then can integrate to their finished product in a short period of time. So we've managed to, you know, so so this way we we delivered we delivered a cost competitive a technology benchmark solution which can go into commercialization in a very very short lead time. And uh, and and you know this this platform approach is what has worked. And we've then also. Managed to allow. We've also managed to facilitate the productionization of these uh, of, of the finished products with with third party EMS EMS companies as well. So we're trying to we've tried to close the loop between all three parts of this ecosystem, and uh, and it seems to be working quite well. Tell us a bit about uh, your products because I guess you know they are under the hood, and folks probably you know won't be familiar unless something goes wrong. uh give us a sense of your flagship products and how they help your customers produce uh, better uh, more energy efficient uh, end products you know again our thesis has been to uh, to 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 work on products that would uh, you know that will that will help make make appliances more energy efficient you know help reduce emissions overall and and from there the the first area that we decided to Uh, decided to make an intervention is for home for energy efficient home appliances so there's a shift in 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 technology for home appliances from induction motors from fixed speed induction motors to bldc motors now this represents a uh, you know up to 15 to 20% efficiency improvement as far as the motors concerned as well as the ability to uh, to control the speed of these motors which also allows for allows for significant energy savings now to enable this requires uh, requires motor control electronics and uh, and these electronics are of course hardware plus firmware uh, with with energy efficiency and motor and algorithms which which would have to which would have to be put in place to to achieve the desired results so we create these electronic solutions for home appliances an example of this would be an inverter air conditioner an inverter air conditioner requires uh requires significant uh, a significant comp- uh, electronic uh, uh you know has a significant electronics component to it where we have a controller for an outdoor unit a controller for an indoor unit several sensors and uh, you know displays and things like that so so we produce the entire solution we supply this to uh, aircon manufacturers another area where a similar sort of intervention is required is ceiling fans i mean you know we're all used to regular induction motor ceiling fans that work on a regulator with five speeds in it and i think you know recently we've all seen uh, we've seen ads and we've seen you know we've seen media around bldc ceiling fans i mean i'm sure a lot of people have already adopted them now this is a significant opportunity bldc ceiling fans consume Exactly, consume fifty percent the energy of a regular regular ceiling fan in many cases, and 
at the moment ceiling fans are responsible for 6% of our country's entire energy usage so imagine just by making an intervention over here there's a potential to reduce our overall emissions by 3% this is this is absolutely uh, you know i would say that this is a really low cost no friction low carbon path which is available to us and you know and it's and it's an area where uh, that the government has prioritized so this again requires a shift to bhc motors and the electronics required to control these motors so we make the electronics for this uh, we make the ldc ceiling fan controllers we make controllers for inverter washing machines which are energy efficient washing machines refrigerators mixers grinders uh, you know the entire suite of home appliances and most recently we have entered the uh, we have entered the electric mobility domain uh, we've actually joined hands with uh, with a company called Redler Technologies from Israel they are one of the world leaders in in, in motor control technology and we jointly develop a motor controller for two and three wheeler evs uh, for the indian market and and you know this is the next area where we hope to where we hope to make an intervention so it's energy efficient home appliances now the transition to electric mobility so these are the two areas that we that we're doing work and we have products to service to service for these segments okay um you've uh, raised uh, a series a funding uh, i had a quick look at your press release so give us a sense of uh, what might be your next big steps well we've uh, we 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 raised i would i would i would call it a pre series a pre uh, series a round about a year ago and uh, and you know that really enabled us to uh, to to take to commercialization some of the some of the products that we've been working on and uh, and you know we've managed to prove our thesis in terms of uh, in terms of uh, you know the way that we're delivering technology to this ecosystem now it's up now now for us our immediate goal is to really expand our uh, ex- expand our, our market presence deliver this model to as many companies as we can begin with in india and then southeast asia we're also developing new segments like uh, like evs uh, like controllers for two and three wheeler evs to begin with um, there are other motor control segments that we've identified that we'll be developing platforms uh, and reaching out to more and more customers so i would say that we're entering a growth phase uh, where 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 we hope to really expand our network of customers and really deliver deliver a large amount of uh, manufacturing gmv bring in a large amount of manufacturing gmv of electronics within our borders so that's that's our immediate that's our immediate goal we have entered uh, we we just initiated our second uh, second funding round which we hope to complete in the next few uh, next few months and uh, and then we really hope to grow from there so the objective is the objective is clear right now i mean you know there's a huge amount of Uh, there's, there's a huge amount of electronics manufacture which can be shifted to our country if if we're able to first of all manage to if we're able to uh, if we're able to meet the cost and the technology requirements of this ecosystem and also you know make it easy for companies to uh, companies to adopt these technologies and and, and and you know manufacture them so that's that's our objective at the moment to try and transfer as much electronics manufacturing gmb within our country and 
uh, as we can and and you know we we believe that there's a huge potential to that okay wonderful conversation uh, truly interesting omar and definitely more power to uh, you and your co-founders and other entrepreneurs who are attempting things like this thank you so much again for making time for this and i definitely hope to keep the conversation going thank you so much hari it's really pleasure it's a pleasure talking to you and uh, and and speaking again so that was omar basith that's it for this conversation you can find all our podcasts at forbesindia.com and your favorite podcast apps i'm hari arkli thank you for listening